Recording from I-75 en route to Maryville, Tennessee, this is a prequel for Season 2 of the Throws Genius Highland Games podcast. This is your host, Janine Tazarzik. It's a new season, I've got a new name, and a new attitude. Let's go. So it has been about six months since I last published an episode of this podcast. And part of the reason that there has been such a gap is, one, I mean, it was the off-season. You know, my my first games back was uh, back in March. It was the Tundra Games um, hosted by the Great Lakes Scottish Athletes Association. And then I had about another two months off. And then I threw last week, and again, a games hosted by the GLSAA, the Hilltop Highland Games, um, just outside of Columbus again. Um, But now the season is really getting into full swing for me. This is going to be my second games in a row, and I've got another one next weekend. And I do want to throw this out there. If you are interested in staying on top of my games this season, you can go check out JanineThrows.com. And right on the homepage, I've got my game schedule for this year for any games where there's paid with more information. You can click on the button right next to the name of the games it says more info and find out more info about that game um yeah and as i was saying a lot has changed since my last episode aired or at least stuff that i really had kept pretty private at that point so you may have noticed the name change i and there are some changes in my personal life Uh, if you know me uh, if you follow me on social media you probably picked up on it I don't necessarily want to throw all of it out there feel free to reach out to me if you do have personal questions um may or may not answer we'll see um I also have a new hairstyle (laughs) again if you're listening to this you probably follow me on social media or you've seen the uh the new cover for the episode or not for just for the episode but for the show rather um, you can see that I do have, uh, it's purple in that picture. My hair right now, I'm rocking a little bit of a teal and blue look. Uh, you know, it changes month to month, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. I, so a little insight. I have never really felt f- through my whole life. I've never really felt like I had a, like a, a me hairstyle. I always kind of felt like I was just doing the best I could but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my hair or what would best suit my hair or suit my look and also on the low I had always wanted to do some kind of bold hair color I when I lived in New York City now I moved out of New York City in 2011 while I lived in New York I bought myself a bottle of like fuchsia hair dye that I just didn't have the guts to use or and or didn't know how to use so I literally carried this dye with me I moved with it I moved from New York to Ohio I don't and I do not even remember at what point I got rid of this this bottle of hair dye at some point I finally admitted to myself that one I probably shouldn't use that bottle because it was getting to be so old but then two also if I didn't have the guts at that point to do it I probably wasn't going to right away so anyway so uh back in October I went ahead and finally pulled the trigger and went and got the hairstyle that I kind of wanted to get um 
and I did, I went all in. I even had like a design shaved into the sides and everything got colored. And after that, as I started, as I grew out, I finally feel like I settled in a style that I really like, you know, I don't mind letting the sides grow in They're you know, brown and gray. I did. <laughs> One of my friends, I was like, yeah, all the gray hair that's starting to show up on the sides. And they're like, wait, what, what gray hair? And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. You probably need to go get your prescription updated. Your, get your eyes checked because there's definitely gray. Y'all, I am uh, turning 40 this year. Whew. In about five and a half months, I am turning 40. And now in about six months, the timing is perfect for this, y'all. In about six months, that's when we've got the Masters World Championships um, hosted by the games in Austin, Texas, um, coming up in November. So I am conveniently going to be 40 and two weeks old for this games. So I definitely submitted my application to that. So we'll see. And I am debuting in the master's class on my birthday, October 24th. Uh, it's a Sunday and there happens to be a games on that day. So, um, Again, check out the game schedule on on the on the site. Um, you can check that out. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to uh, back to this season. Um, so right now, I am on my way to the Smoky Mountain Scottish Festival and Games. I think I got the the name right. Um, which is a games that I have been wanting to uh, compete at and attend since 2018, and I. I had a, a new job and had an orientation that was scheduled that weekend and wasn't able to attend that year, and it just hadn't worked out since then. But this year, by gosh, by golly, I was going to make it work, and here I am on my way. So I'm very excited. I don't I don't know if any of my uh, friends that still live in Knoxville are going to be able to come out for the games. Um, I am going to get to connect with some old friends uh, tomorrow after the games, which will be really fun. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know, I did attend the University of Tennessee about two decades ago. Um, and I, and then lived there a little bit after graduation. So, and I, I still have quite a few friends that live in that area. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll see if anyone is able to come out for the games. Um, but regardless, it'll be fun kind of being in my old, my old stomping grounds, um, Rod and I were down in Knoxville a couple years ago, maybe, can't remember if it, he was two or three, but, um, the, uh, I think it, I think it was three years ago. I think it was when he was a little bit more than two. Um, but the university of Tennessee was hosting the SEC, the outdoor SEC track and field championships, uh, just like they did my senior year. Neat full circle thing. Um, but the, uh, they hosted the school, the team hosted an alumni reunion. And so I went down there with Robert and he, at that point he still had, he had Rocky Top memorized, which was so cool. We haven't been singing it as much lately. I have dropped the ball. Apologize. This lady ball for life has dropped the ball. Um, but, uh, he had a grand old time at the track meet. We went all around campus. He got to ride on the trolley, which was really cool. Um, you know, got to, got to see some old friends around there. So it'll be neat to take him back on campus again when we're in town. Um, yeah, so that's this weekend. Um, let me see what else do I have coming up next weekend. I'll be in Bradford, Pennsylvania, the second annual brotherhood pandemic games. I can't, I can't remember exactly what the whole name of it is, but this games, this is pretty cool though. The, I believe the women's 
open class is the has the most athletes entered out of any class at that games and I think we are going to split up into two groups which is pretty cool um, most of the games that I'm at that that does not happen um, so I'm pretty excited that we, we that you see that we've got such a great representation of women there and um, I think what we see there what I've seen at games hosted by the GLSAA is that um, you know, when you're really open about what classes you allow people to register at, people, the message is sent and received by the athletes that the games is um, inclusive and welcoming. And there's we've really seen an explosion, really big growth in um, like the women's master's class has really been a uh, really great representation there at the games that have been hosted by the GLSIA. And much credit to Frankie Sims for a lot of the stuff that she's been doing um, since she's been up here in this area. It's been really neat to see what she's been doing there. Um, and then the, the juniors class and a lot of credit to the you know Buffalo Heavies as well. Um, they've done a really great job with fostering the, the growth of the juniors class. And um, one of the things that's so um, gratifying for me to see is the representation of uh, of girls in that in that juniors class, um, and I, you know, I, I see the 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 great opportunity for growth when we're really inclusive, and there you're going to see growth in the sport as we reach out and really pull in people in, in those classes where the numbers have been small in the past. So you know, looking to expand to athletes who you know lightweights, like I said, juniors, um, and especially women, just because the yeah, just because of the history of the sport, as we continue to grow and innovate, you're going to continue to see growth, and that's going to support, you know, all the industries that surround the games, and, um, and yeah, and I mean, as you get this, this next generation, and include them, and welcome them in, and demonstrate that the games are welcoming and inclusive, you're going to get these people that are much more savvy at social media than, you know, people my age and older, and, that's gonna, I think, really, I think that social media already has brought many new eyes to the sport, um, I've certainly seen that as, you know, I've been, I've shared stuff on, uh, on TikTok and Instagram and whatnot, you know, it's p- particularly on TikTok because of the nature of the algorithm, how just about anything can go, go viral and go really huge there. I've had a lot of people who have said that they didn't know that women compete in the Highland Games or didn't even know what the sport is that are, you know, really excited to learn about it or, um, you know, people that have had it on their bucket list to start training. And it's been really exciting for, you know, for a couple people to help connect them with training groups so that, you know, I saw this is one guy um, in Indiana who um, a mutual friend uh, on, on TikTok. These are people I've never met in person before. Right. Which is really stinking cool. Um, but it was like, hey, Brian wants to train and compete in the games. And I reached out to him, was able to connect him with some people in his area and then he competed in his first games last year like so it was just so cool to see see that um you know this this goal this this dream really come to fruition was just really stinking cool um so yeah so circling back to what I was saying you know I think that there's a great opportunity for us to see um and see growth of the sport as entertainment as well um not just for people who want to get involved in the sport as participants, but also as we can um, grow the broader appeal of the sport, 
I think that that will, that's just going to help support our sustaining the sport, especially at those, you know, the bigger festivals and whatnot. Um, and I know like I've heard, I've heard people talk about the challenges of live streaming the Highland games. And I don't know that I know the answer for live streaming a whole games to be able to show all of the different classes, but I've certainly seen uh, at least small success, you know, live streaming on TikTok. I, you know, I'll set up a camera and just live stream from, you know, where I'm throwing. Um, and FYI, I do that. I, I do that pretty consistently now. Every games, uh, if I've got a signal, you know, I'm I'm streaming on TikTok when I'm streaming live when when we're throwing. Um, and my setup probably looks ridiculous because I've got my like external solar powered battery backup pack. I've got my live streaming phone and then I've got a phone that I also record video on. So I've got, you know, decent quality because now you can download the live streams on TikTok. Um, but I always record it separately. So I've got decent quality. And also if you don't know, uh, I pierced my knee with a pitchfork practice, uh, earlier this week. I'm fine. I could not have been more lucky. I keep on thinking that if it had been any deeper, it would have done serious damage to tendons or, you know, bone even. Um, and if it had been any closer, any more superficial, it probably would have ripped through the skin. But as it is like, I mean, I posted video afterwards practicing later on in the week this week and yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty darn lucky. So, um, but yeah, that video though, I was, I was streaming live cause I try to stream my live stream my practices as well. Um, but that live stream, funny enough, was not available for download. And so I don't, maybe it got flagged and uh, TikTok decided that that should not be available. Um, but there you go. So anywho, uh, yeah, I don't, I was going to give a little bit of a rundown of my results so far. Um, basically I'm pretty solid so far. Um, I will admit, uh, with a lot of the stress that have been, it has been pretty consistent in my life over the last six months. Um, I haven't, I hadn't been practicing a ton, certainly not as much as I was, um, through the winter 2019 into 2020. Um, but somebody that, uh, connected with on TikTok, who is actually pretty local to me, who had been interested again in getting started in the games reach out to me about um starting up a practice group or practicing together up in the area and so that accountability has been um super helpful and it's been a lot of fun to just not just not not be just throwing by myself anymore um so yeah so now i'm practicing um at least a couple times a week uh and so yeah so we'll see this week how that how that shows up in my results um i would say my marks so far um the most, I think the, the thing that I'm most pleased with is I hit, at my last games, I hit 73 feet in like a half an inch or something in the lightweight for distance, um, the 14 pound lightweight for distance. And in my series, I had three throws over 70 feet, which for me is pretty solid. I mistakenly thought that I had hit a PR, um, but I, when I looked back at my uh, <coughs> nerd alert Google sheet uh, where I track all of my marks, um, I noticed that I, I did hit like 74, pff, 10 maybe at the uh, Topeka Highland Games back in 2019. Um, so that wasn't a PR. Uh, I'm trying to think what other marks were decent. Oh, I was disappointed my heavyweight for distance. Mm, I went about 10 feet under my PR at that games. And I was thinking, well, that's what uh, losing 50 pounds will do for you. Um, because I was about 50 pounds heavier when I set that mark. Um, 
but that is that is no excuse because uh, I hit like four feet farther than that at the last games but whatever anyway um hammers were decent i am working on using the uh the murder boots the i've got one blade on my left boot um and i i had issues in that my i didn't have a boot that fit properly like i originally was using an old pair of steel-toed boots and they did they were too loose and then i bought a new pair of boots but i i thought i got the right size but they definitely fit lar they run large so ended up buying a pair a size smaller and I used them for the first time last week but I had the unfortunate problem of uh, one of the bolts uh, ripping through the sole a little bit I I needed to put in I ought to have put in a wider washer so I have repaired that I've got the boot ready to go um, ready to go for tomorrow so we'll see how that goes it's all kind of kind of depend on how the ground is tomorrow um, I also have some new, I bought myself a new pair of uh, Asics cross-country spikes because that's what I rock for all of my other events. And they are like hot pink and purple. Oh my gosh, and I love them. Um, I had been using this like dingy pair. They used to be white, but they mostly look gray now. A uh, pair of Asics cross-country uh, spikes that um, I bought at Played Against Sports in my first season, like 2017. Um, and I figured it was time, finally time for an upgrade in that department. Um, I've also purchased a whole bunch of new knee socks. Um, uh, there is a, there's a, a, a retailer that on Amazon that sells wide calf socks. They are super stretchy. It has some really cool designs and whatnot. So I bought a bunch of pairs of those. Um, so I, 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 think I'm gonna be rocking the girl power ones tomorrow either those or the uh, flying donuts we'll see um, but yeah so oh uh, I should say one of the other highlights so far this season um, there's a caber it's called <laughs> nicknamed mama beady um, after the mother of one of the uh, one of the athletes in the, the in the in the GLSA um, this caber is just shy of 60 pounds and 16 feet and I think I've got a two o'clock I think I pulled the two o'clock the first games where we used it back in March and then we had it again uh, last weekend and I managed at 12 o'clock um, so I was pretty stoked about that Caber is one of those events where oh news alert I just I have also discovered since my last episode that I do have a in fact ADHD so that's been fun uh thank you TikTok for your the strength of your algorithm and putting all of this uh ADHD content across my FYP um I was officially diagnosed uh so yeah I I think that a little bit of the ADHD comes into play for me in Caber because anybody that's watched it or participated in it knows that is the event where in a, the duration of a single attempt is the longest. And I've learned that I really need to um, intentionally focus, really stay locked in, zeroed in through the whole attempt. Um, because if I you know, lose focus at all, then you know, something gets a little bit off, you get a little off balance and you know, the attempt goes in the, goes in the can. So, um, so again, yeah, I think, I, I think I turned it twice and then had like an 80, 80 or an 85. Um, so that was, again, that was pretty cool. Um, and it's always fun being out with that group. Um, it's a great group of women. Um, there was a junior with us that day as well. Uh, so yes, yeah, so there's a little bit of a recap. 
Um, and uh, thanks again for tuning in. Um, you, If you don't already follow me, you can check me out on TikTok, Instagram, and I do have a Facebook page, an athlete page as well. You can find me anywhere under Janine Throws. Um, and stay tuned. I am planning on pushing this podcast out more regularly. Um, oh, and yeah, don't forget to check out JanineThrows.com. I have a bunch of, um, like all the, the, what is really up well updated so far is the game schedule. And then different when I've been in, you know, media, like, you know, like there's like some YouTube videos, some promo stuff, some pictures from games, articles, etc. Like I got those, I have those all posted up there. I am working on also publishing a photo gallery, um, but that's going to take a little bit of effort because I want to rename the, the files so that it shows what they are. So that's just, that's something that is uh, taking a little more work than I have uh, been prepared to take on, but I do have a ton of really neat photos that I'm going to post up there as well. And then, um, oh, and I have a couple um, brand partnerships and whatnot that I'll be announcing. I want to get a chance to get some pictures and whatnot and be able to kind of announce those formally. But um, some apparel, uh, brand partnerships and whatnot. So, um, and, and some other stuff in the works. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. Thanks again, y'all, for tuning in. Um, and uh, take care. Have a great day.